episode of the Battle of Lament podcast. I'm your host, CJ. And as always, accompanied by two legendary fantasy football minds, Bud and Justin. What's up, fellas? It's good to be here. Happy to be representing the uh, Battle of the Willamette. Episode number three. Excited. Yeah, you know what? We released the first two episodes. Seemed like people at least got something out of it. I'm sure most of them needed to get a lot of knowledge, so I'm sure this was very helpful for them. Um, but, you know, it's it's not always about the episode. It's about you guys. What have you guys been up to? Justin, what have you been up to? What's been going on? You've been kind of a little bit more quiet on the Slack. Like, what's going on? No, I just, I've, I've been busy with kind of the, the normal day-to-day working a bit. But the nice thing is, is I was able to, to get out here to a hotel to, uh, in beautiful Bend, Oregon, three-day uh, weekend with the, with the guys to golf for a few days. Beautiful. Yes, indeed. And so I planned it around the podcast so that this time I'm 100% dedicated oh, to no. you guys. I'm doing Jeff, a- for those of you that are at home out uh, that can't see the you can't see the vodcast here but justin is representing a local bend brewery 10 barrel with his hat so good work justin delicious yeah it looks like justin's frozen so we're gonna go ahead what have you been doing you've been actually on slack a lot more so what's going on uh you know every 56th post i like to just you know poke and jab in there uh i'm getting uh i'm a lot more trade active this year i took uh you know a note out of justin's jibber jabber from episode one and just said hey you know what i'm always listening nobody uh you know nobody's off the board uh and i'm always listening so um it's been fun yeah I but let's the- be honest jibber jabber's not gonna make it right like that that segment's not gonna make it am i right I think it's over. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like it the first time. I hated it the second time. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. You know, like we'll see what the fans say. We'll see if we get any like you know fan mail. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about. Oh, we love Bud's bag. We love it. We love it, and we love the host, obviously. But you know, it's like not much about Justice Jibber Jam. But what you did mention, Bud, which I think is very interesting. So you mentioned that you're on every 56 slacks then you put something in there typically in a week we get about three to four hundred slack messages during this time of year you know it's not much going on or whatever let me tell you how many slack messages we had we had 2600 slack messages in (laughs) one week i get the stats every week it's like here's who's here's who's doing slack messages and here's how many i'm telling you 2600 slack messages is that crazy it is because 2000 of them are the slack bot it's that other 600 vicious cockfight Slack messages that are always getting after it. Dude, it's, like a charm. Dude, it's, it, it was vicious last week, to be honest, though. There was a lot of drama in the league. Am I right? What do you think, Duck Cowboy? Oh, hey, I'm back. We lost him for a little bit, but he's back. <laughs> it's the hotel out here in Bend, or it might be the Boneyards that I'm drinking. Yeah, we know you're at Ten Barrel Brewing. We know you're a little drunk. It's okay. Hey, you got to take these podcasts from the road every once in a while. It's not an easy business. It's work-life balance is what it is. I'd like to see the statistics by, uh, you know, by team. Is it break it down like that? Because that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't tell me because we, we have a free account. But if I were to get a – if I were to pay for an account, which is – way more than I'm willing to pay, but 
it would tell us that, but really it just tells me how many people are active, how many messages are being sent. And then also the amount of space, because we send an extraordinary amount of pictures, especially thanks to Bungle Nation, who's going to kill us this summer with the countdown of Bengals players from 100. <laughs> I mean, what a nine ball. This is crazy. It's killing me, you know? If it's possible somehow to put a governor or like a limit on some teams for the slack, I think that might be something we should look into. And I don't care what it costs. Yeah, but if that's the case, then we'll never hear from IP because we would have cut him off months ago, you know? My point exactly. Uh, I am still waiting to see a uh, a Bengals player that I could recognize. Me too, bud. Me too. Just, just as, you know, hoping to get into the 30s or 40s and somebody that may have played this decade. So Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the Icky Shuffle and AJ Green. Like, that's about <laughs> all I got, you know? I don't know. I don't yeah. I think Boomer's seven, like, I get, we got so far to go. Like, why is this deal? Like, he's killing us. Got time on his hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know how that is. Anyways, so I think that the weekend trading is, I, I forget how much drama. Oh, my feelings are hurt. Oh, I'm a hypocrite. Oh, you know, whatever. But last week was definitely the craziest. Am I right? Like, what do you guys think? Like, I just just in drama level let's just let's put a drama meter right like let's think about like when like think about the meter of like a 10 is how bitter would be like how bitter duck cowboy is for losing the championship and like zero is like tony not making the playoffs you know what i mean like that's kind of the, the drama meter you know what i mean like Bud, what do you think the, the drama-o-meter was or the bitching-o-meter or whatever? What do you think it was? Well, I was amazed by how you can kick off the beginning of trades with a Kardashian-level drama right out of the gate. <laughs> Handshake agreements, backstabbing, <laughs> you, know, you know, people calling everyone out. You know, I was hoping, you know, for a slow build, I was thinking, you know, maybe it's you know, the basketball wives of Atlanta hating on each other, but we moved, we moved right, we moved right into Kardashian Central. So yeah, it, I love it. it. Was... I love everything about it. No, I agree. I mean, the way that IP handled it, it was like, it was like losing a prom date his freshman year, you know, <laughs> like I had no idea. And, 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 and what he said was, he said, yeah, no idea. I've been working on this for three months, and now I have two days to get all of these trades put back together. And I said, well... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Three months? I said, actually, trading deadline starts in two days, and then you have three months after that to put all of these trades together. So I think he is confused. I don't know if... Ireland, they use a different calendar or if like the dates are backwards. Or, it's probably all blurry for sure. There's no question. He's been on those pills. <laughs> he's, he's too far away from Stonehenge to tell the right time. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. I, I again, like I've said in many episodes, I'm culturally an idiot. So I don't know what you mean by that, bud. Welcome to California. For, keep on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just hang out here. You know, we just sort of do, yeah, we don't do much, but just not, be cool. Well, look, not, though, I'll, I'll tell you guys, though, the guy that took the, the brunt into this was Gore. And Gore did nothing but just see a good trade two days before trading period started and took advantage of it. So, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say that Gore took the brunt of that? Sir? I hate to break it to you, Duck Cowboy. You and your, I'm off to bend and I'm golfing and I got 
tons of business stuff going on, and I'm just sort of like halfway into this league right now. Your boy, the commish, took the heat. Well, I, I guess you haven't been as – I guess the heat hasn't been as verbal towards you after this. I mean, have you seen what's been happening with, with the memes? I mean, we had the, we had the Aaron Frott – Rogers trade out there? Is that what happened? Sure, yeah, that's game. pretty bad. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, a handshake deal with Gore is uh, is like making a deal with the devil. I mean, he's been taking some heat, so I think everyone rebounded okay. Everyone just needs to chill. If nothing else, everyone should look at why we put these things in the in place in the first place. We did this on the last podcast. We talked about how one little trade, and God forbid, someone screw up IPs global plan to take over the world for one Can I get an billion, billion dollars and, and, and one little wrinkle and and the whole league has to listen to that bullshit every single day here's the funny thing okay let's not forget the week before that everyone's congratulating gore hey congratulations on the first place in the power rankings way to go man this and that he's like everyone's hero a week later he's like Gore is the biggest a-hole I've ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, I like the uh, the Gore memes. Those uh, those bullfighter. That, you got to go to the dark Spanish web to find that stuff, and that's that's deep. I like it. And the whole like ducktails tell everybody that they got gored. Oh man, yeah. love it. And that's why you get hashtag got gored. That that's never going away. You know what I mean? Like that's never going away. You screw somebody over in a in a train, you got gored, man. Well, I don't know. Did he did he did he screw someone over? Let's hear actually the back end of this. I think the league wants to know, CJ, what went down. Well, here's the deal. I don't know what's going on, right? All I know is that I have been very, very transparent since I don't know, probably when IP started um, doing trade talks back in December, that the only guys that I was looking for this offseason, AJ Green, Mike Evans, right? Those are the two guys I'm going for. And if I can get one or the other, I'm going for Mike Evans. He's 24 years old. He's 6'5". He's a monster, right? Like He's going to be legit. Who doesn't want Mike Evans? Like That's amazing. So I had to do what I had to do, and we'll talk more about that later. But oh. turns out that Gore and Irish Puddles had a Handsh agreement in March. Handshake agreement. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I'm just saying, like, if you wanna if you wanna play with fire, you're gonna get burned. You know what I mean? And and doing trades and having a house of cards built up in the middle of March, all the way through to June, and you're counting on one trade. But here, here, here's the crazy part. I'm just going to say this. The crazy part is that he had deals with other people he could have done without that trade and didn't do them. So, like, what are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the crazy part. I'll tell you what I think is the crazy part. If anybody came to me and tried to trade a player that wasn't on their roster, I wouldn't have spent too much time okay, talking okay. with this guy. Right. That's a whole nother, That's a whole nother story, okay? So I, I hit up Gore a couple of times. He said, no, he's not available. But then I said, hey – and it probably should be talking about it. we're professionals for crying out loud right i mean this is our third podcast we're professionals right and you're trying to you're tr I, I see what you're trying to do and i'm pointing at the screen i'm pointing right at duck cowboy's face for you listeners back home <laughs> i'm pointing at his face on the screen now i'm pointing at buds because bud said something and now it's switched over but i'm i'm actually metaphorically i'm 
pointing at the cowboy. How dare you, son? How dare you? No, I'm still trying to figure it out. This is what the people want. Everyone's just trying to see through the, the murky smoke, the smoke and mirrors that have been the Battle of the Willamette. And look, I could care less. What I, From what I understand, IP was going after Marcus Mariota, his, 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 uh, his new boyfriend, and... Um, and they got him for much less than all of the stuff that had to happen. So it kind of worked out probably. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look through the, the, the book. The, I'm looking through the uh, the uh, manual. Oh, here it is. Only IP can improve his team during the offseason. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's, 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 it's um, rule number 19.4.6. Look it up. And it says that only IP can upgrade his team during the offseason. It's weird. We all have to wait. We live in fine, his world. Fine print. It's buried in there. <laughs> it's actually it's actually part of the appendix. So, okay. Super okay. hard to find. It's, you know, constitution Look. and that kind of stuff. So but, hey, I, but, I have I have no agenda in this. I, I, I think it's hilarious that it played out how it did. Um, but I hope that everybody takes a you know a little a little uh, uh, understanding of what happened this this year, and it doesn't happen like this next year. That's why rules are in place, man. It's crazy. Well, let's switch over to that for just a second. Let's talk about next year, and 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 what do we? Because listen, to be honest, we talked about this exact topic on the last two podcasts. We said, hey, is it okay to start early? Should we move the deadline back? Like, I mean, what do you, what do you guys think, Bud? What do you think? What do you? What, to avoid this kind of nonsense, because to be honest, there's a lot of hurt butts out there. There's a lot of bumpy butts, we'll call them, right? That people are upset and they're like, oh no, we're laughing on the inside. Yeah, well, you know, it's not that funny. What do you think? I think it's just perfect. I think the amount of bottled up drama and the amount of, like the host said, the uh, the house of cards that has crumbled in an off-season pre-trade backroom dealing is you know, that's, that's the chance you take. I think there is, there's a defined trading period uh, and there's a non-trading period. And so, you know, you can, you can build those, you know, partnerships and friendships with your, your fellow owners. Uh, but when it comes down to uh, pulling the trigger on that, you know, it, it's got to come through. I, I personally like having a little bit of a break uh, in between seasons. So we, you know, we can get out to the islands, you know, we can, we can regroup our, our uh, people. <laughs> what islands? <laughs> We can fire part of finance, and then you know we can come back strong, ready to trade. Listen, what you did to Jimmy last week or last time is not okay. Like I, you might think it's funny, but you Jimmy's fire dead. people every Jimmy's week. Dead. Jimmy's dead. Jimmy's dead. <laughs> Jimmy's dead. <laughs> did you put a hit out on Jimmy? Him? Came back. No, I I took care of it. Not insinuating anything, but I took care of it. <laughs> you took care the of it. The buck stops here. You took care of it. Took care of it. Careful, guys. Careful. Boston Stranglers knows what you guys are talking about. <laughs> if anyone's qualified to knock somebody off, it's Boston Stranglers, right? Like, come on. Yeah, the old yeah. cement boots. Yeah. We'll drop you in a Vegas river like you won't know. All right, Justin, come on. Give us your take. I know you probably got something that's like, you know, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna level this out. and I'm going to, you no, know. No, 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 I don't. I mean, it comes down to this. Where was all the drama? It's kind of with the newbies. We've been through this before, right? Good and point. We put, we put rules in place for a reason, okay? And all of a sudden, two days before, 
some trades get attractive because some of the, 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 the vets started looking at things and talking about some of the big name players and trades went through and everyone that had been kind of plotting and scheming and trying to take over this league for the last since December uh, and thought that they were going to be able to do it. It kind of fell in their laps. So look, it's not our first rodeo. That's true. I do. Uh, I, I like what you're saying and I agree with it and hallelujah, because <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about my team right now. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I, I have heard, I have heard from a few other owners outside of Slack and there, there is a little bit of a fricass out there about the unsanctioned owners in, in California last week uh, at the beginning of trading. So there's, there's still, there's still, there might be a little rift. There might be some uh, sides being drawn up uh, on different sides of the Willamette. So, well, let me ask you this, bud, and, and you can tell your minions back home that uh, I prefer factions. Okay. Factions. Did I get the number one pick at the end of the weekend? And believe me, I tried. I tried really, really, really hard to get that number one pick, and I could not pry it loose from end zone. So I don't know. I feel like I'm the victim in this scenario. <laughs> hey, you, you put it all out there. You did everything you could. Yeah, he, was, Justin? he wasn't going to give it up two years in a row. I could tell you that. And I had to make a trip down to Huntington last, <laughs> last year. So. <laughs> Yeah, we, we double teamed him last year, and that's in not a gross way, IP. I'm just saying, like, wow, like, wow. I don't want this to turn into a gross thing, but like, let's edit that in post. All I know is that if I could go back in time, I would be talking seven Pete right now. Okay, right. LeBron, let's just get through the finals. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. You know it. You know what I'm talking about. Well, hey, let's 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 move on a little bit. So the drama's over. Like people keep bringing it up. There's a lot of hypocrisy out there in the league. I know that. Like I have people saying, "Hey, this person did this and this person did that and whatever." Like they're all doing it to themselves. Like it's fine. It's just fantasy football, whatever. Let's get in or let's get into the trades. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Send it. So so let me let me start here. Let me start here. So we had 11 teams perform in trades of, of one form or another. And there were four teams that had, and this is between, let's say, Friday and earlier today, because there was breaking news earlier today. There was a big trade between me and products. We're not talking about that right now. We're going to talk about what happened over the weekend. But anyways, so these teams had one trade each. So products, Bungle Nation, Boston Stringers, and Pursuit of Hoppiness. So what do all those teams, well, so that's one trade each. They were involved in one trade. Then we had four other teams actually five five teams that had two trades duck cowboy right there hey Badonka bronx end zone and irish puddles who do you think had the oh. most trades over that weekend was it gore and bungle okay he doesn't understand the question so uh justin hawk attack was at the top wasn't he okay here's the yeah you're right it was hawk attack and hippopotamus Ooh. Are you kidding me? What? Are you, you kidding me? A, you served up a softball right there and I was asleep at the wheel. <laughs> I listen, I, I can't believe that after the whole snipe comment a few weeks ago about the you know the mysterious bud trade that's out there and he does trade and blah 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 that you pull off four trades. It's incredible. I hey, I just I 
I just want to thank my uh, my my friendly owner here, Doug Cowboy, where I was I was inspired. I'm I'm just I'm listening. I'm I want to give it a try, you know. So it's I want I need to move up that ranking from eighth to seventh. So I got to make nine more trades this week. So okay, see what well, I can you're, do. You're right on track. You're right on track. You you're doing a great job. So let's get into the trades. So really, the first trade. These aren't in order of like chronological order. I'm just we're just gonna talk about trades based on the type of trade they were. Okay, so don't don't get crazy. So the first one I want to talk about is between you two guys. Tell us how the whole Luke Keekley trade happened. Like, give us an example of the process. It's just you know, for our fans out there, what does it take to get a trade like that where it's basically just? And by the way, this is the first IDP type keeper. Okay, so this is the number one. So let's let's. You guys tell me about it. How do you guys want to do it? Let's talk about it. I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to defer to Justin, but he, um, you know, he hit me up on Slack, gave me four great compliments, let me know my wife was beautiful, my kids are handsome and growing <laughs> up well at sports, looking like there's a scholarship in the in the works. And then he, he you know, really- but are you saying he's he's offering a scholarship for your kids? Because I don't remember that being divulged to the league office during that trade. It was it was implied. <laughs> There was no, uh, there was no, you know, you know, it's, it's a hand, you know, it's a handshake. It's a handshake. He, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I got gored on this one. So, you know, Justin, you want to finish it up from there? Yeah. We were supposed to keep that part out, bud, but, uh, oh, oh. sorry. I was just recapping from uh, Slack. I was like, well, the first two compliments were nice. And then one got weird, but then you launched right into Luke Keekley as the number one linebacker. And so I'm like, Hey, you got me. No question. Hey, look, Luke Keekley is the number one linebacker out there. Uh, his projected points for next year, you know, are, are, are keeper status. So um, especially for defense side of the ball. So I don't know. It's a different year. You're right. It's the first trade of its kind. I think there should be more. I think as you look around, a lot of these defensive players, I mean, they put up a pretty big number each week. And I figured that I was going to help Bud out in the off season this time instead of during uh the draft <laughs> and so and so uh, yeah and we'll we'll get in cj will get more into the draft picks and those kind of things so i won't need help till the seventh round this year so i i think i should be good i'm big on my boy uh sean lee who had a you know a, a second to none uh game and uh and scoring number on the defensive side of the ball last year so I'm going to roll with him, and I was shopping Luke Keekley, and uh, Bud was a taker, so good pickup. Okay. Well, hey, listen, I, I think it's the right thing to do. Like, I'll be honest. Like, from my point of view, I think that having a legitimate IDP keeper is is very smart. I think it's as, I think it's as smart, if not smarter, than the two flex positions you have because the way that our scoring goes now, if you have – if you don't focus on defense at all, like, that that's – going to be a problem right there's four roster spots let's move on to the next one so also happens to include bud so which i mean most of these do because bud's such a high rolling kind of trading weirdo now but anyways so this one has this this one is just picks so what i want to get and i'm going to start with justin because bud I, i we'll hear from you in a minute but when it just comes to picks so this is basically Hippopotamus and Irish Puddles. Hippopotamus gets a fifth rounder in 2017, a first rounder in 2018, and Irish Puddles gets the second rounder in 2017 and a fourth rounder in 20 or a four, yeah fourth rounder in 2018. 
Justin, tell me what you think about pick only type trades. Like, let me let me know I, your thoughts on that. I think it's creative. I, I mean, look, I haven't uh, we haven't seen it. It's another first. So we're talking about two of the uh, the first types of trades that we've seen in the China, yes. you know, an IDP. Yes, we are. It was creative. I'd hate to give um, Irish puddles the credit, but this guy's in fact we'll have that part cut out thank you yeah let's anything nice about irish puddles taylor <laughs> make sure you cut it out okay because it just pisses me off no just kidding we'll leave it in there. we'll see how it shakes out i don't know necessarily if i'm it's a it's creative but let's see what he does with the draft pick okay because we we all saw his draft last year it depends on how many drinks he has beforehand sometimes um, <laughs> but he probably had the worst ranked draft of anyone last year but what, he's, great. but what he's doing, and, and he's been running, um, you know, these mock drafts for the last probably three or four months as he's been trading, <laughs> and he feels like there's not a real game changer anything after the third round, right? So in his mind, he's overplayed his, hey, he's getting all excited, a little jittery, and I got to move in the second round. I got to move in the second round to get anything that's going to make an impact on my team. Who knows? He might go Danny Wood. Is it Marcus Mariota, a six-round pick in our league? Was he? <laughs> he should uh, be. <laughs> well, should last be. year. Yeah, I don't know. The irony, I love that guy, but I don't know if he's a franchise guy. So No, the, ahead, irony, the irony is that last year, I think, uh, IP took him in like the 10th. So he had him, held him for most of the year, dropped him, and then gave up what he gave up for him to get him this year. But, you know, it's <laughs> – it's it, this is the difference in our league, though. I mean, are we a are we a keeper league that's trying to win now, or are we a dynasty league? And, and so there's a lot of thoughts out there. Um, kind of let people do what they want to do, but let me add to that, Justin. I think that we've done a good job of 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 sort of not not falling too far into dynasty and not falling too far into redraft. Like we're sort of in the middle there, where it's like you kind of got to do both, right? You got to. You gotta, you gotta make sure you got the right guys for this year, but you also have to have an eye on the future, like because if you don't, like it's 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 tough, right? Like you could find yourself in a really bad position, and we'll get into more about that later, where where we talk about meatloaf and hawk attack. But let's move on to the next sort of phase, and this one again, Bud, what do you know, Bud? So this is this is definitely the question of the week, the month, oh. the year, the 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 history of the league. So there's two trades. There's one with Hawk Attack and he, or I'm sorry, Hippopotamus and Endzone. There's one with Hippopotamus and Hawk Attack. And basically, you got all the Seattle running backs. Tell us about it. I I felt like in my divine wisdom, I I mean, I was listening to the radio the other day, and they said that Eddie Lacey had got below 300 pounds. And so I thought <laughs> he hit in the hole like a mother and just bring in the wood. So I thought, Hey, there's a great number two right there. Um, and I, and I felt like, um, I did feel like in my potential keepers, Larry Fitzgerald was, uh, one of the first people I wanted to move and thought that I could get value. He, you know, he led, what it was, he led the league in receptions last year, but he didn't, it was a lot of dings and dunks and he didn't get a ton of touchdowns. And so he was, you know, a solid 12 to 15 point guy, but he wasn't moving the needle for me. And participating in these podcasts has somewhat educated me a little bit about getting rid of those old guys. So <laughs> the, I was honestly waiting for him to retire and then I would be completely screwed <laughs> halfway through the season. So I was happy to unload him. 
Um, and then Easy came a calling. What was it? Hawk Attack wanted to unload. Process and Rawls. Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm maybe one of these guys will move into a position where I can uh, move them on to something else, or maybe I can, I can unload okay. down the road before the draft. Okay. And so this is, this is why, Bud, this is why I have you on the podcast. This extraordinary analysis <laughs> is, is going to, it's game changer. Right, and like this, this is blowing people's pants off. This is that good, you know what I mean? So as it as it should, as it should. Give us your thoughts on before Justin. I I, I just want to say, and I'm, I'll go into it after Justin. But I think you did the right thing, honestly. But Justin, tell us what you think. <laughs> okay, so we merged two trades there. Um, I thought that we were going to hit the hawk attack one first, oh, and sorry. then come back to. Let's the talk Eddie, about it. Let's Eddie, talk about the Lacey deal. And so give me, give me yeah, more of your said. thought process and then I'll jump in. No, no, no. That was, that was um, more thought process. <laughs> uh, but I felt also listening to uh, infinite wisdom. I want to, I want to start having that good rapport with other owners and yes. making some trades. So down the road. I like that. Well, you don't have to pull your pants down. Maybe there's but, something on me. But you don't have to pull What's your that? pants down for them. You know what I mean? Like, just leave your pants on and just, you know, be nice about it. But gee whiz. So it's, it, all, it all comes around. It all comes full circle. <laughs> it's all full circle. That's true. You're right. Okay. So I don't know where to start on this one, um, but I love you, Michael. <laughs> um, I was confused. I, uh, I went back to the... <laughs> Man, the manual to see if we were allowed to keep more running backs than I thought we were able to keep. Um, I didn't know if there was like a clause where you could just keep a, a like a like a whole team's like backfield of running backs. Justin, it's in the appendix. If they're all part of one team, it only counts as one player. I see. I talked with the commission about it. Okay, right. is that true, commission? Right. Uh, it's it's not, but. I think that he thought about it, and I think that <laughs> Bud and I are so like tight that it's like I can kind of sense his questions, and there's a lot of them, so it gets jumbled up a lot. But I, you know, I think I filtered that one through. It's all good. Well, the good news for you, Bud, is that Bell will probably have more yards by himself than those other three guys put together. The bad news is that you have <laughs> a lot of picks. Wait a minute, that that other comment was the good news. <laughs> Like I'm still, I, you know what? To... I I think one of those guys is going to break out. It could be precise. I mean, who knows what's I happening? Told, up and... I totally agree. I totally I, agree. Who knows what's happening? But the problem is, so so I get it like this. Maybe it, and Bud, I I was trying to look at this as like, how does this make sense? <laughs> that's where, like... that's, that was your that was your first problem. That yeah. was yeah. the first issue. Yeah. Nice that, try, Duck Cowboy. No, this is what I came up with. This is what I came up with. We really don't know who the starter up in Seattle is going to be, right? Like, we don't know what's going to happen right. with Rawls, truly. We think Procise is going to break out. He certainly looked like it before he got injured again. They've had all kinds of injury issues up there. Someone up there is going to grab the rock and go for 100 yards and touchdown every single week. So I, the, the what you should hang your hat on, bud, is that this was – this was something that you did because there was you gave up a pick, maybe two. I think you gave up two 
probably nothing of super value, but you can kind of wait it out and see. Second uh, rounder. Yeah, well, second round is probably not a good thing to give up. But you can still kind of hang around and see who's going to take the job, uh, and that'll probably turn into to your number your number two keeper, um, which makes Eddie Lacy um, kind of a, a giveaway. But, well, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I said earlier that I, I feel like the, the, the trade was smart in the sense of one of these guys. Thanks, thanks, TJ. Thanks. Yeah. One of these guys has to rise up. The problem is hopefully they can do it before August 20th, right? Yep. Because that that's like, if it's clear that Lacey is going to be the man and we're all sure about that in that offense, that it could end up being the smartest freaking decision you made bud and if it's Rawls another smartest decision you could have made like you could end up having two solid running backs and in your and your keeper list you got one of the best keeper squads in the league between those four guys you're just looking for that fifth guy like this could end up being amazing right so we, we just don't know like that, that that's what we got to figure out and you you've got a long summer to contemplate this and feel bad about yourself and get messed and, and I'm sure Boston Stranglers and Bungle Nation haven't been nice to you about it, but those guys are jerks. You remember that. And both their teams are worse than yours. And I feel like I've already made seven handshake agreements with IP for next <laughs> off season. So I'm totally fine. Good totally thinking. Fine. Good thinking. Because those are going to work out. I've got, I've got his 2018 draft picks one through seven in my pocket, just so you guys know. Excellent. Excellent. FYI. Okay, we got to move on, guys. So the next one, we're talking about picks that are just for players. Okay, so these don't include drafts, draft picks, and I want to—that's more what I want to talk about. I want to talk about we don't include draft picks. So there was one that was Bungle Nation and Boston Stranglers, right? These guys are buddies. I'm sure they were drunk when they did it. All right, so these are trades that have picks for players, right? Where one team gets only picks, the other team gets players. So one of them that I that I see here, Boston Stranglers. And Bungle Nation. Bungle Nation gives up Cam Newton for a third rounder. He he gives back an eighth rounder. So so what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of those types of trades? And what do you think about this trade in particular? So it was Bung it was a uh, Bungle giving up Cam for uh for what pick? An eighth? He gave up an eighth and got a third. Yep. And Cam. I mean, Cam was expendable to him. He's gonna roll with Dak, right? So I mean, and his buddy wanted Cam, I think in all of the the mishmash that went around. I think he was supposed to end up with someone else and uh, he's going to roll with Cam. I don't know. I'm good with it. I think it's a good trade. I personally don't think, I think Cam had his MVP year and I think he's um, on his way out, but uh, is he going to turn around? Questionable. I wouldn't have done so you, it. So you feel like Dak is the right way to go talking to a Cowboys fan, by the way. So you think Dak is the right way to go compared to Cam? No question. I mean, look at Cam last year. Well, he did have a, a shoulder issue, so I mean, I don't he's know. got he's got more issues than a shoulder. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Bud? On that one, I'm just excited um, that uh, Cam is going to have another person to throw it to in Luke Keekley, so I can um, <laughs> yeah get those tight end tight end points. He's going to go right. both ways. So um, did so, Bud. Sorry to jump in here, but did. Duck Cowboy tell you that Luke Keekley is not a tight end, that he's actually a linebacker, or did that not come wait, up? Wait, wait, wait. 
I just told him how many points he was going to have next year. Wait, Taylor, we might need to cut this out. I, we might need to go offline on this. He, he's a, he's the guy with the beard. Right. With, yeah, the beard. The tall guy in the is he? No, you know. I let's put, just move on. A side by side of him and Greg Olson, they look similar. They do look similar. Okay, let's go on to the next one. So, listen, Duck Cowboy. And Pursuit of Happiness have a trade where basically Duck Cowboy is getting a third rounder in 2017 and a fifth rounder in 2018 for for Michael Crabtree. Bud, what do you think about that trade? Would you have done that trade? I would. I think if, if you can get a solid number one receiver for this season, um, I, I mean, I think you got to make that trade if, if someone's willing to do it. 100% agree. I think it's a I think it's a brilliant trade. I think that Pursuit of Happiness, he did a great job on that. Like that's the kind of trading that you got to do, right? I totally agree, and I'm not even going to ask Duck Cowboy about it because, you know, I don't really care what he has to say. Great trade, great trade. Uh, <laughs> so we I was, have- I was also amazed by the lackluster Wi-Fi capabilities in Utah that you'd able you'd be able to make that trade via phone, text, or computer. I don't think they have internet there, do they? Is that a is that a can and a string he's got? Is oh, it two I beer see- cans and a string. No, I sent a pigeon, and it took a little while, um, but it, the pigeon uh, eventually returned. And it was delayed so much that uh, actually just two days ago, Boston Strangler asked me uh, if I still had um, – if, if I wanted to trade Crabtree, and um, I told him it had gone down a week ago. Oh, ouch. All right. Let's, so I, I'm going to bring up – this is the this is probably the topic I've been looking most forward to talking about. So keepers are your most important thing, right? Can we all agree on that, or do you guys not agree on that? Yeah, 90 to 100 points or more should come out of your keepers. You're right. I, I, I think you're right. I think that you should be getting 60 to 65% of your points out of your keepers. I totally agree with that. Good job, bud. Well done. Thank you. I did a little research today. Yeah, and if your keepers can't do that, then – you're in trouble, right? And it, it, I, I just think that it, if you can't get even half your points out of your keepers, you're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. So Hawk Attack, which is interesting. He's a new guy, right? He's a new guy in our league, came in halfway through. He took over Meatloaf's team, which is a really bad team. If it wasn't the worst team, it should have been. Anyways, but he sacrificed his entire draft to pick up some keepers. So his first pick, his first trade was with the champs. 2014 champs or no 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 he didn't do a trade with you which is weird because everyone else did but anyways he got jordan howard and alec ogletree and believe me he was tough to deal with and i got matt ryan so he picked up two keepers in that trade what do you guys think um i think i'm not as high on jordan howard i think it's a good pickup for him i mean his position i think it's a fantastic pickup for him uh i think there might be a sophomore slump I think that uh, QB is going to be kind of a question mark for Chicago. I think everyone's going to load up the box, kind of take that, uh, that sophomore Howard uh, out of the game. But, yeah, look, he, he, he needed to do it, and I think that that's fine. Ogletree, I'm indifferent. I know that uh, um, the keeper that you kept uh, is a defensive lineman who's going to get you two and a half points a game. So <laughs> that's that's fine, what? and ultimately you brought. I got the number right? one IDP paper mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the league. Yeah, F-Y-I. defensive lineman is not ever going to be the number JJ one IDP. JJ what? JJ what? 
JJ, what? <laughs> His brother might be better this year. We'll see how that back holds up. But what, yeah, exactly. I, what I will tell you is that uh, you obviously needed a quarterback. So that's a nice quarterback. We'll see how that works. Um, ended up with Jameis, too. So you got some decisions to make. Good trade. Good trade, Hawk Attack. Yeah, okay. that map. That Matt Ryan, though, he did. You guys saw that he had an injury, right? Uh, that's not funny, bud. Okay, it's let's a, move. It's a it's a mental injury from last year's Super Bowl. Okay, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is serious. Yeah, I'll be trying to dump him all year. Okay, so uh, then there's the last trade. Then we got to get moving. We got to get moving forward. So there was products and Hawk Attack had a trade where it was Pierre Garcon. So products got Pierre Garcon and and Hawk Attack's number fourteen overall pick. Hawk Attack took the twelfth round and Greg Olson, Legarrette Blunt. What do you think? I think uh, I don't understand Pierre Garcon, but uh, I know that products is as smart as they get in this business. So he's offloading, um, you know, some dead weight. And I think again, it's an upgrade for Hawk Attack. I think it's a good trade. Uh, I've questioned products in the past. He's got a championship, and uh, he knows what he's doing over there. So solid trade all the way around. Yeah, when you're a champion, it's it you can't be questioned because you're a genius when you become a champion. Just F, right, bud? You know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Like Confucius <laughs> says, never poke a sleeping loud dog. Okay. At, sorry, at loud dog. My bad. Okay, so I'm going to get to the last pick, and bud, I want your, your thoughts on this first. So we're going to talk about trade gate or the, the fraud jersey trade, whatever you want to call it. But basically it was Padaka Bronx gets Mike Evans and Jameis Winston and sends Aaron Rodgers and Keenan Allen over to great Owens Raven. What do you think, bud? Uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's uh, a deal that needed to happen for uh, our current champ to even be competitive next season. Um, I, I hope that Gore can cobble something together, even though he's, you know, top of the ranks there, but, uh, um, was, was, wait, 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 was, I mean, he is, he's still there. He's, I mean, he's going to gore his way all the way to the playoffs. So, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a, it's a bold move. I, I think, I think it just goes to show that there are blockbuster deals out there to be made. And if you have the, the right people on both sides, it can happen. Justin. No one's untouchable. CJ got rid of Rodgers at the top of his game. If we all remember, halfway through the season last year, Rodgers was tradable. Uh, CJ probably would have unloaded him. He stuck with him. Uh, they got hot at the right time. Fool's gold a little bit. Um, but, you know, him and Nelson knocked out uh, the legendary Duck Cowboy in the finals. And I'd probably legendary. sell. Whoa. I'd, I'd probably sell. Uh, at the same time, so. Uh oh, is that Bud's bag? Bud's bag. Yeah, Ooh. it's Bud's bag up in here. All right, so uh, I know we're uh, getting a little long in the tooth on this podcast, but I wanted to bring some uh, <laughs> a different kind of controversy to the uh, to the podcast and. You know, we're, we're always looking for some feedback from the other members and things like that. But um, I know there's always, you know, there's the new school guys, there's the old school guys. 
Um, but I wanted to co- talk about a couple uh, controversies that have been, that have been uh, happening in the last few weeks. The first one I wanted to talk about, get you guys' feedback on this, is the, uh, the Odell Beckham not showing up to OTAs. So this guy in the offseason, you know, he's half naked, you know, socks and sandals all over the Caribbean. You know, he's signing the, high, the largest endorsement deal with Nike of any football player ever. Um, you know, he's, he's a splash everywhere. He's on the sidelines at the finals games, um, not showing up to the, uh, OTAs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a new school guy. I'm fine with it. He's going to catch, you know, 150 or 180, whatever a lot of balls is next year. And he's going to get 200 touchdowns. So I think I'm fine with it. CJ. Well, listen, I, I don't have a problem with it. Like you mentioned Nike, the, the the only problem that I have, for the most part, he's a head case, right? Like he's a nine ball. Like he he doesn't get it. Like that's fine. But when you have somebody new that's also a head case nine ball, that's that's a problem. In Brandon Marshall, like I, I think they got to be at their team building, right? And that's what Nike's all about. You build the team. You think about like how do we work together? What do I know about this person? What can I do here? I, I think it's a little bit of a mistake. I feel like those guys are going to head butts and mark my words on the sidelines in like week five, when the giants are one and four, there's going to be a problem. And it's going to be between Brandon Marshall and Odell Beckham because they just don't see eye to eye. What do you think, Justin? Well, I didn't think that they were going to head butts, but I think they will butt head. <laughs> Is that like a butt? Are they going to butt bump? Or you guys, not- Listen, you guys are from California. That's how things are done down here. Okay. You just don't get it. You Portland people think you're all knowing and blah, blah, blah. I agree, though. I'll tell you, I agree. Um, I'm not a big fan. I think that when when things get difficult, this guy doesn't have the ability to keep his head, right? And I think he's got all the talent in the world, which is great, but I think he's a little too young at this point. And call me old school then, bud, on the other side of the coin, because um, I think that it's important to be there with your team, especially if you're looking to become a leader, they got a lot of veterans on that team. Uh, their leader in Manning is kind of a quiet guy. Um, I think that if he's got a bunch of diva wide receivers, CJ kind of alluded to, it could blow up. This guy was proposing to kicking nets last year <laughs> um, on a boat, socks and sandals. Uh, oh yeah. I remember. he's an issue and to come into after having the year that he had last year, if you guys remember what happened that playoff game, he was going up to, uh, to green Bay. Uh, it, 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 it didn't leave a good taste in anyone's mouth. And, and he starts the season this year off, not learning anything and coming in just the exact same. Now I understand it from a business perspective. Uh, he believes that he's on a, a, a rookie contract. He's outplayed his contract. So his agents are telling him that he should not show up. It's a leverage piece. But I think that there's a fine line in between there. Uh, they need to work it out. Or that thing's going to be a cluster. The last thing I'll say on this before we move on, Rihanna. There you go. One more big reason why he's not showing up. So is he dating her? What? I don't, I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the, the the sorted details are about their relationship, but it's it's open and it's it's freewheeling. So it, it sounds like a Rihanna Eminem song that's about to happen for next season, <laughs> like a monster into my bed. Or um, all right, what else? What else you got in there, bud? Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna skip number two and go right to number three. The uh, the biggest controversy that hit. Um, 
the news lines in the last few days is um, the Julian Edelman sex scandal. What? Too much action, bad for the team. I don't think in that's the, what it means. The, wait, in the Boston Plains Journal has quoted several women in the Boston area that have said, park the car in the yard. That's all I'm going to say. CJ? I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure I heard that. I, I certainly don't follow Boston, you know, metropolitan news or anything like that, but I, I, I don't, I don't know how that impacts Edelman. I, I, he's, he's tired all the time. He's just with the, Oh, oh I get it. you've got, you Justin, you follow this pretty closely, right? No. Yeah. I do. I started looking into it. Um, obviously, uh, when you have Tom Brady as your quarterback keeper, you're looking at all the targets that are out there. And what do you want to trade for him? I'm, what was that? Uh, I told you, no one's untouchable, but I haven't seen an offer that makes sense yet. Mm, Speaking of targets, Julian Edelman, yeah. <laughs> okay. As I know it, he just signed a, a, a an extension, a contract extension today. He's another target out there. I think the only one that understands really what you're talking about in that accent might be BS. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Uh, I know that Strangler knows about the uh, the Edel the Edelman myth. The Edelman legend. So, we, is there we might, have, we might have to get that offline. I, I've never heard of the Edelman. Yeah. I, I... Oh, thank God. Just, 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 Hey, so here's the good news. This is awesome. Listen to you, you, you listeners out there. We've got a new thing this week. And it's going to be amazing. I love it. Everyone loves it. It's called the Wheel of Jabber. Justin, what do you think the Wheel of Jabber is about? Well, it's simple, CJ. The Wheel of Jabber is a whole bunch of things for us to jibber jabber about. We don't know what it's going to be, but we're going to spin it. And damn it, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, who knows? It could be anything. There's probably like 50 things on the Wheel of Jabber. Taylor, go ahead and... Let's roll the first one. Let's see what comes up. There's a bunch of things on this. this Spin wheel. that wheel. <laughs> All right. What's what's it say? So the first one. Oh, let me look at the wheel of, of Jabber. I got to look at this. Um, a couple of shoesers. Oh, yeah. The shoesers. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of shoesers. Go ahead. What does that mean, Justin? I don't even know what that means. Okay, so this is what that means. I noticed Bungo Nation, no shoes at his wedding. Makes sense. They were on a beach. I get it. Okay. Sure. The next picture comes out, and he's recruiting more people, BS, at his own house, no shoes again. I started thinking, these guys work for Nike. Are these guys just a couple of shoesers? Is there <laughs> something going on <laughs> at Bungo's house? That we don't know about. Uh, I'm just kind of curious. What's going on with these dudes? Uh, well, I don't know. Like, I, it, it disturbed me. I'll say that. Like, I, it, it looked like an awkward, weird picture. Like a couple of tough guys, tough guys, and I'm using air quotes per bud. But it's like they're standing there taking a picture with like beers, and hey, I'm all gonna stand all cool and everything, but I don't have my shoes off. But I got weird socks on. Like it's just weird. I don't know. What do you think, bud? Uh, I'm not gonna say because I work. Uh, I'm loosely, you know, affiliated with my uh, Nike brethren, um, 
but I did I did obtain some medical records through uh, Adam Schefter. <laughs> there is a rampant foot fungus that went across the entire wedding party, and the no shoes oh. is not optional. Oh. It is it is doctor mandated. Juicy, wow. juicy. So, I, so out of out of Bungle Nation's eight toes that he has, six don't have nails on them anymore. So yeah, it looked like it. Yeah, it looked raping. like it. Late okay, raping. Taylor, let's roll another one. Let's see what it does. I'm looking right at the board. This is an awesome board. It's so much on there. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to bid $1. No, no, no. One. The next one says Father's Day etiquette. Justin, what does that mean? Ooh, this now I know some of you guys out there have kids, some of you don't. It's okay. But what happens with Father's Day etiquette is really this conversation came up last week. What are you supposed to do? The question is inevitably is gonna happen. What do you want to do for Father's Day? Well, what you want to do is go golf all day, have some beers with your buddies, other dads, <laughs> come home, inebriated barbecue, and go to bed. But it's Father's Day, so you're supposed to spend time with the kids, which is what happens every other evening, or is it kind of a get-out-of-jail-free card, and you can kind of go whatever you want to do? Uh, I, I am going to be the, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm going to be that nine ball out of the group, and I don't, uh, I get a lot of time with the boys, but I don't, uh, my wife works retail, so we don't have a ton of time together. So when we do have those weekends off, we do, uh, we do try and pack it full of family stuff. I know that's not the, uh, is it the etiquette? Whatever. I want to know what the etiquette is. And like, if that's the etiquette, then I'm all in, but I don't know that we've really defined the etiquette in this country. I feel, I feel like it's my, like my question before it's the old school, the new school. I think it's, I think it's whatever anyone thinks, you know, um, I, you know, I'm going to spend it with the family because I don't, I don't get as much of that. But I also understand that have every single weekend and every single night. And, you know, maybe you maybe you can take a day or two and be with the friends and, and go do something and kick it on a weekend. But um, I don't you, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. You you. OK, so do you spend time with your family then or is it about your father? Hey, should I leave and go spend time with my father? No, I'm not driving all the way to Brookings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, lo I love, I love that guy, but this, I, I'm going to say this one's about me, and and my time with with my family this time around. But the funny thing is, when I get old and I'm a grandpa, I sure hope that my boys don't think that same way that I think. Bingo. It's that, it's that double edged sword. Yeah, means we have no idea what we're talking about, CJ. Exactly. Well, well, here's the thing. So typically, I'm lucky to live here, right? Like I have, I, I live with two wonderful women. Uh, again, air quotes. I, I don't know why I'm doing the air quotes thing, but anyway, CJ's just, CJ's just lucky to be alive, is what he's saying. So. Yeah, like, like I, I, I live in their world for sure. So, uh, they, they like do things like, oh, hey you know, do you want us to be extra nice to you today? So it's kind of weird. It's, it's a little awkward most of the day. Like, we kind of go through the dog and pony show. So, you know, like, I don't know. Father's Day is great. As long as, like, somebody acknowledges that it's Father's Day, I'm good. Like, that's all I need. By the way, side note, I went and saw Jerry Seinfeld. He said that uh, golf 
is just an acronym for get out, leave family. <laughs> All right, let's do this. I'm going to I'm going to roll the wheel again. Here we go. in that cj on the spin all right so the next one is huntington hangover it's huntington and it's where you live so huntington <laughs> hangover over under beers consumed on the wild weekend away easy and badonka brokes well i just i want to get some i want to get clarity on a timeline so a pacific, <laughs> pacific standard time cj what time did you guys first embrace and have that weird photo where it looked like you were holding his crotch Oh, that, that 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 picture was well into the evening, but that was probably at about seven fifteen. What time? What time did he get? What time did you guys have first face-to-face -face interaction? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna answer to that in two ways. One, he arrived early afternoon. Okay. And the other thing is, the picture that you saw there was our third stop. Mm. Okay. So we're going. You have an over/under, Justin, or you want to? You just want a, a number. No, I think that we're going to both guess, and then we're going to see if CJ can remember what the hell the over-under might be, or the actual number. For the, for the weekend, I'm going to go 7, 18, 35. Let's go, uh, I'm going to say 28 drinks throughout the weekend. Okay. And you went 7, 15. <laughs> you went in like a random number order on that. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> Evens and odds, just uh, some numbers. I think it's going to be in like the, uh, yeah, in like the 39-er. Ooh. It's a, a spread right there. Okay, all right. All right, so here, here's the deal. Here's a couple of things that we had. We actually went into this weekend with parameters or like guidelines. We'll call them got, wait, guiding have, principles. Did you, have a, did you have a safe word if you got uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember what it was. We said we were going to drink any IPAs, and we weren't going to drink beer every night. So we drank a ton of IPAs, and we drank beer every night. And it was definitely in the – I'm going to say it was – Justin, you probably were right on. It had to have been in that zone for sure. Like it was definitely over 35, but I don't know if it was 40. It was in the zone. Like, good job. Wait, wait, wait. Before I know that um, our diligent listeners want to know how many of those were Zimas. <laughs> probably, probably not. None means seven. Go ahead and spin that wheel. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spin the wheel. Here it goes. Yes. Yes. All right. Single oh. from Seattle. Single from Seattle. What the heck does that mean? No, this is actually a listener's choice. Um, everyone in the league wants to know, when was the last time anyone other than Hawk Attack was in Hawk Attack's pool. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, I might have a little insight on this. So I, I'm just going to say that Hawk Attack has a couple of bitches. I'm just saying. Like he's whoa, got... whoa. Are you talking about actual female dogs that he feeds on a daily basis and takes for a walk? Because I don't see him in the pool. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I just, I'm glad you caught <laughs> on to that. Perfect. So anyways, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's great. It's a... It's actually not a pool. It's like a, uh, he's got like this blue screen thing that he uses. It's, it's, it's actually kind of sad. I'll be honest. Like I feel bad for him. I hope he, I hope he's given up on the podcast at this point. Cause most of our listeners probably have. 
so so it's a so it's a doggy drinking bowl is what you're saying <laughs> yeah something like that yeah it's kind of gross it's a lot of slobber in it it's disgusting chunks I of dog can, food i can kind of tell when he rests his feet on it and then just takes the picture from way back it just looks like this <laughs> big blue you know water come on why would you have a pool when you live by the beach zero chicks in the pool all it's right called, it's called tinder you can't trade on it but you can uh you know, as much as you're on Slack, maybe jump over there. I love you. Keep swiping. Oh. Keep swiping. Keep swiping, my friend. All right. So, hey, that's that's pretty much it. So, hey, we got two things that we got to, like, just talk about real quick here. Power rankings. Do we keep doing power rankings or not? What do you guys think? Power rankings? Yes? No? I love it. It's a topic of debate. We talk about it. They, they may not mean jack squat until the season. But it sure gets that uh, a fevered pitch of controversy, and the and the slack bots go crazy. All right. Well, and I I understand that from you, bud. And I know Justin doesn't care about the the power rankings. Like it doesn't matter to him at all, right? No, I mean I moved up four notches this week. Uh, oh, you noticed obviously, that? Yeah, it was obviously because of the draft. So we we weight draft pretty heavily. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Would I rather manip- manipulate my my team or the power rankings? Probably the power rankings. But I will tell you this, or probably my <laughs> team. But I will tell you this, it uh, it it does. It excites everyone. It's something to do. I think we should keep them going. Okay. So hey, you know, no one signed up to do a a podcast with us. No one wanted to be the guest. I think that they're scared. I think that they don't feel like they can keep up with us, guys. So be less intimidating. Can you guys do that next? Like. I actually, I actually had um, someone who has been listening to the podcast that did uh, sign up, at least want to put his name in the hat. And uh, gentleman runner-up Neil um, wants Ooh. a little segment called Neil's Deals. We are doing Neil's Deals the next podcast. So the next podcast we're going to do at the end of June. So I'm targeting six twenty-seven. Think nice. about it, guys. One last thing, one last thing before we close up the show. The name you guys, you guys are legendary analysts for fantasy football, and we're gonna call you guys a bunch of buttholes. Did you just call us analysts? (laughs) Analysts, buttholes, whatever you want to be called. That's our show. Good job, guys. I'm out. See you guys next time. Buttholes.